Cozzy, over the last couple of weeks, the listeners would have heard a couple of ads running that uh, promoting the um, uh, the uh, companion and pets party. I had a, bra- a brain fade. The, the companion and pets party, and uh, uh, obviously in the lead up to the, the the state election, which is next weekend, and uh, the chair of the companion and pets party, John Hutchison, joins us on the line now to just have a chat about what their party's values are and what they're trying to achieve ahead of next weekend's election. John, uh, good afternoon. Thanks for your time on Big V Racing. Thank you very much, Matt, and thank you for having me on, and uh, hello, Sean. Okay, so I see that you're planning on having candidates run in um, all seats for the Legislative uh, Council. Um, What is it exactly that the Companion and Pets Party is aiming to do? Well, there's two main things, uh, Matt. We are out to protect animal ownership in Victoria. It's under threat by, by... some animal extremists out there and the AJP, in particular the Animal Justice Party, want to take away animal ownership by um, abolishing property status of animals. But the other thing that we're an all-encompassing um, party and the other thing that we want to do is that, um, and this is more relevant to your listeners, we are the only party who actually has a policy to support all three codes of racing and we actively do that. We support we give our support to harness racing, to greyhound racing, and also to thoroughbred racing. And we're very vocal in that support because we recognise the professionalism that exists within those, the, the participants in those industries. And we know how well they look after their animals. And we, we don't think it's right that anyone should uh, try to stop that. And we've got both the Greens and the Animal Justice Party want to ban all forms mm. of racing. John, I notice you've got some people involved who are very passionate about their various sports, one in particular with the greyhounds. Yes, we have uh, quite a number of people involved in the in the party, Sean. It was started by dog people in particular, and I show dogs as well as my involvement. I'm a, I'm a director at the Meadows. I've been involved in greyhound racing for a long time. I've been involved in harness racing and also thoroughbred racing. Um, that we've got people from all of the different areas and all of the different interests in animals. Um, we've got... Um, Robert Britton is one of our directors and of course everyone would know Robert as being a first class uh, greyhound trainer but we've got people who come from different walks of life um, but they all have the common theme they want to protect um, our choice to have animals in our lives because it would be a sad thing to lose that. John, one thing that I, I believe in is that there's probably a lot of people out there that are that are voting for the Greens or the Animal Justice Party that aren't aware of the fact that they have such a strong stance against racing. Obviously, if you're involved closely in the racing industry, you probably are going to be aware of it. But do you also f- share that view that there's there's a lot of people out there who will put um, a one next to the Greens without actually um, being aware that they want to actually ban all forms of racing? You are absolutely correct, Matt, and that, that is the thing that worries us greatly. I did an interview recently on Melbourne Cup Day with a, with another station and we, they, there was an AJP person on there and they talked about, oh, yes, we want to get reforms in racing, but they were not prepared to come out and say that they actually want to ban it and, and their policy is very, very clear on this. They want to ban all forms of racing. But they, I don't know whether they, they um, are afraid to say it, but they, they tend to skirt around the issue, but I can tell you that that is the policy of both the... Um, the Greens and the AJP, they do want to ban uh, all forms of racing and we want to keep them. We, we think they're a valuable part of our, of our society. They, they provide employment, they provide uh, entertainment for a lot of people and, and the standards that are applied in all of these particular industries are world class. So there's no question about the animal welfare standards that all three codes apply is world class animal welfare. 
Animals are used in, in a lot of different ways. Riding for the disabled, for example, a wonderful, wonderful thing. Particularly, they've used them in the past as well for troubled youngsters who may have been in and out of jail. They put them on an animal, it makes a hell of a difference. Therapy animals, assistance animals, uh, drug detection dogs, pony clubs for kids. There's a right, lot, lot of areas. Yeah, and do you know that some, we've seen some quotes from some of these animal extremists who think that a guide dog is, is enslaved. Um, it, it's being forced to work as a guide dog. Um, and we find, we find it just extraordinary. Mm. And I mean, and talking about animals having been used in all sorts of things, when I was a, a young, young man, um, this is back around about 1969 or 70, I actually did a milk round with the last, and it was the last milk cart horse used in Melbourne metropolitan area. It was down in Paran. So, you know, horses and animals have been part of our lives for years. Mm. And I could tell you some, some uh, fascinating stories about, about doing a milk round at night in Paran. I know, I know a bloke who used to do one too down around uh, St Kilda way and uh, his stories would make you, the hair curl up in the back of your neck, the things he witnessed. Well, John, well, I, we... never, I never forget one night my horse was Bradley. He was a lovely horse and we were going up this street and he's clip-clopping his way up there and all of a sudden he stops and I turn around and someone's dropped a white sheet on the ground. And so Bradley wouldn't go past this. So <laughs> foolishly I pick it up and I show it to Bradley. I said, Bradley, look at this, it's only a white sheet. Well, he took panic. He turned right and he went down this laneway, which was just wide enough for the milk cart, or perhaps not quite wide enough. And it was like a machine going, machine gun going off at 3 a.m. in the morning when he ripped about 300 palings off a fence. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, no, they were they were good days. But yeah. I mean, this is the thing: is that we've enjoyed um, having animals in our lives all of this time, and and I do not understand why these people want to take animals yeah. out of our life. Mm. John, great to catch up. We wish you all the best. We've got a dash because they're loading up for the first at Mornington. Okay, thanks very much, Sean, and thanks, Matt. And uh, it's been a pleasure to be here. And Good I, on you, John. I believe John will be on cracking the codes as well with the team on Saturday morning from 10am, Cosy, so you can hear a little bit more about what the party is about.